I V M. Creators have traditionally never faced as much of a creative block as they have a monetary block. Like if I had a penny for every pet project or concept I've ever had, I'd actually have made one of them. To be able to get the right resources to create a creative project is always a tough sell. And so the focus always was to either bring brands or large media houses, networks or studios. But that's slowly but surely changing. With the advent of crowdfunding platforms, where the consumer helps fund the content piece they want to consume themselves. All comes full circle. Patronage that helps enrich the arts or just helping your own source of entertainment see the light. So, in this evolving landscape, companies like Vishwari are players to watch. And that's why I'm happy to have Anshulika Dubey, co-founder and CEO of Vishwari, on the show today. I'm Varun Dugirala, co-founder and corner chief of The Glitch. And this is Advertising Stead. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Advertising Stead. We're with Anshulika Dubey, co-founder and CEO of Vishwari. First of all, what is Vishwari? So that people who are ignorant and don't understand this crowdfunding space, which is so important for them to know about, what what is Vishperi? Okay, so hi guys, um, I will tell you guys about Vishperi today. So, Vishperi is a crowdfunding platform, and uh, what it does is that it helps a lot of artists, which are could be filmmakers, musicians, dancers, writers, to um, go out there and mobilize their fans to um, give them funds. so that they can make their projects happen yeah. and uh, crowdfunding is actually is, is is something that's kind of bringing back the patronage system for artists today mm-hmm. like it is donations at the end of the day yeah. and uh, while we have a lot of ngos who can raise funds for all the bleeding causes yeah. art is not yet a bleeding cause <laughs> for the government to take seriously or yeah. ngos to take seriously yeah. so uh, we thought why not uh, give them a space to talk about uh, what they are working on and mm-hmm. how much it will cost and mm-hmm. if that is something that uh, they would require funds for yeah. um and these are little little stuff like you know short films that get made between 5 to 10 lakhs music albums that need about 3 to 5 lakhs to produce mm-hmm. uh a, a, a short video or a, or a music video that needs creation and uh, today it's all about visual display of your work yeah whether it is youtube whether it is facebook whether it's instagram and uh, artists while they can write all of that is great and that doesn't require money it's all there in their head ultimately if you don't put it out there people will not see what you're creating True. and that costs True. money yeah so the inspiration came from kickstarter yeah. it is something that was uh in america since 2009 mm. and uh, when we came upon that website we were like okay this is important for india yeah So that's pretty much what is crowdfunding. How did you end up at Vishpe? If I can take a couple of steps back and I and I go to your roots and I was uh, as I always do run through everyone's LinkedIn profile before they come on this right. podcast and um you were at McKinsey. Yes. Um and 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 you you helped them set up the um the the social sector practice yeah social. in India yeah. Was it always a space that you really wanted to focus on? Yeah, I have actually had a very very uh, weird professional life. Um I had I've I've been a very bad student. <laughs> We've all been that. I I We're in the space I which ran is away from creative. science yeah. and math and all of that and uh, I ended up in Miranda hmm. uh, and to do my English literature honors only because 
because I couldn't get into other subjects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that I am yeah. some geek for uh, Charles Dickens and Shakespeare. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> so um, that happened, and then eventually, when the college ended, I was like, okay. At that time in 2004 an English honor student really does not did not have too many options apart mm. from either mm. editing some magazines or editing some newspapers or KPOs at that ah, time had yeah, come up yeah, so yeah. I my first job was at a KPO What do you say Yeah I used to um check grammar <laughs> That's what I did for 3 months and I was like no oh, no it's a not terrible happening. terrible terrible job <laughs> So that happened and then I was just I got extremely lucky that uh, McKinsey at that time was uh, opening up to different uh, fields of uh, you know art and um, commerce as well. I mean they mm. used to uh, largely take people only from a science sort of a background and uh, 2007 they said okay you know what let's just have some diverse minds yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the company. Yeah. So I got a call. I didn't get to become their typical McKinsey consultant, obviously, yeah. because that requires MBA and all of yeah. that. So I was in their knowledge practice. Okay. So what that does is that helps all the consultants um, make sure that whatever they are suggesting has come after a lot of good research. You know. So that's what I did. And uh, eventually, uh, by the time I was in in two thousand twelve ish, I had decided that I'll probably get into the space of um, social sector. Yeah. And uh, my plan was to move to uh, study uh, public policy at mm. the Kennedy School of Government after 4 years of McKinsey there's always been a passion i i read something about teens for greens which is yes. so <laughs> you've gone through that. that i've done that i've done wow the there was this brief moment where you know i was very very excited about waste management in yeah. i was in gurgaon at that time yeah. and i essentially taught some 500 kids how to do uh, you know stuff like uh, composting and this and that oh, nice. go going from school to school and that that was just on my own i wanted to do mm. this i think i wanted to also write something interesting in my um, statement of purpose which yeah. never happened yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the government uh, school the, the kennedy school of government in howard so um, so yeah so mckinsey in 2011 there was a mckinsey partner in the us which yeah. uh, we were trying to understand how social media and that is the time when mm. social media was sort of helping out a lot of things in the social sector whether it was online advocacy so mm. petition websites came in like anything yeah, yeah, yeah. then a lot of donation platforms came yeah. in and uh, a lot of other things were happening through the social media space uh, people were just like meeting and talking about certain mm. issues and a lot yeah. of things were happening so kickstarter is the company that caught my interest so mm. i was building a report and yeah. figuring it out as a part of the social sector practice and uh, what stuck with me was that Of course I mean there is going to it's very easy to convince somebody to raise funds if you have cancer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. or if you have um, some kind of a you know um you know for orphanages and stuff like that real issues which are you know um, and and America is so philanthropic about it. But how do you convince somebody if you have a crazy idea? <laughs> yeah, that's true, and, and because they also they're going to say why should I? Yeah, what what is in it for exactly. me? Exactly, yeah. and what's in it for me? And yet Kickstarter was just like there was a potato salad that raised ten thousand dollars on Kickstarter once. It's crazy. It's crazy, and the guy was like, "I'm going to take your name while I'm making the uh, potato <laughs> salad." And I don't know what nonsense was going on. I mean, apart from a lot of obviously great projects, yeah, yeah. some were very bizarre as well, and um, that was interesting. So so many good stuff has uh, like the smartwatch came out of Kickstarter, the yeah. Oculus Rift. Yeah. came out of kickstarter yeah. lot of great films lot of great songs everything so uh for me that was more interesting than the other just online donation platforms mm-hmm. and uh, 
happened to stumble upon another fellow McKinsey colleague, my co-founder Priyanka, mm-hmm. who was um, very interested in doing it. Yeah. So I just dropped my US plans and I said, "Chalo, let's do this. Yeah. Let's figure out what is this entrepreneurship." <laughs> So, have you seen that from the time Vishbury started? At that time, was 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 a clear okay. We're a we're a Kickstarter for creative projects. Yes. Uh, for the creative space. Um, how have you seen that evolve over the over the years? I'm doing something absolutely different now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that, which is why I'm asking that question. I know exactly. Yeah. So when you start as an entrepreneur, you know, yeah. and especially in spaces where there is no precedent in India. Yeah. There is a precedent outside. Yeah. So you find out okay these are five different models and mm. what kind of model do you want to finally play into. Yeah, yeah. So at that time our reference point was Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah. And Indiegogo is something which is a crowdfunding platform for everyone. Yeah. You ha- you have cancer you can raise funds, you want to go on a school trip you can raise funds, you have a music album you can raise funds, you have a startup you can raise funds. Yeah. But Kickstarter was strictly creative. Yeah, yeah. And they both had very different policies. So yeah. Kickstarter has this one policy which is you will if you want to raise $10000 you will not get a penny less than that mm. you will get 40 days you want to raise funds if you are even $1 less at the 40th day and you end your campaign without raising $10000 and the money goes back to people ah and kickstarter also loses money then they yeah. don't have a they don't yeah, uh, yeah, raise yeah. a commission uh, and they only charge a commission when you raise your target and indiegogo was like uh, take what you ever take whatever you uh, okay, raise yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll take a percentage of whatever you get so um that was so a the sectors we should play in and mm. two this entire all or nothing policy yeah, are yeah. the were the two biggest questions yeah. in the first year of wishberry yeah. and uh, the end of it by 2013 14 we decided that no nothing doing we are not going to be confused mm. we cannot have a filmmaker raise money next to somebody who has cancer yeah. that is just wrong <laughs> yeah it's yeah they need to be in different space yeah <laughs> yeah um and we were seeing how kickstarter how kickstarter was way better than an indiegogo mm. because of this kind of a focus um and uh, also taking some sort of ownership right that if why should if you need $10,000 and if you get $1,000 then what happens to your project clearly yeah. it will not happen yeah, so what yeah. about those people who have given you $1,000 yeah, you know yeah. they will be like okay what happened yeah. and there were multiple such projects that were not getting made because of this reason so by the end of it we realized okay we're going to do all or nothing we're going to be only for creative sector films music dance blah blah cut to yeah. as they say uh 2017 we realized that there's a big difference between america and india yeah. when it comes to crowdfunding yeah. which is the creative sector yeah. in uh america is huge yeah it is diy and i'm going to go ahead and say this and it is not lazy yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, here and i don't blame the creative sector here in india because you know for i think 25 years we were only doing engineering yeah and then suddenly in the last 5 years we want to be a writer we want to direct yeah. we want to do so many things and yeah. we haven't studied anything we don't yeah. we don't have that mindset it's also because i think largely uh, we've gone beyond okay what a, what is a kid going to be when they grow up exactly. it's like a, it's like a 3 4 choice exactly so india is sort of discovering now what they want to do <laughs> the the youth uh without having any education about it and without a plan so much as a yeah. plan financial yeah. plan yeah. so yeah. nothing so that's why uh, the approach that i see between uh, american artists or you know just let's say non indian um, even european artists or anything and indian artists is that an indian artist makes things to get money 
you know like uh, it's and, not and it's not pure creative for creative not, sake no it's not and that's why today we see how music industry really is struggling i mean there so, is no independent music it could be a good thing also though. i think i think as as indians we also look at it as saying okay we're doing something i think it's ingrained in us and we're doing something needs to be some perceived value which is material that comes back to us i don't yeah. think it's a bad thing i think there needs to be a balance though hmm. uh, like uh, for example there you need to um engage with fans a lot more hmm. uh, and not through a brand yeah. and not always do something for a brand yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so and that's what's that's in the last 2 years that is what has happened that a lot of artists on youtube youtubers yeah. and all of that they will only produce content for it for a brand yeah. not really for a fan yeah. you know and then it uh, friends are an eventuality yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, can anybody today claim i have a solid loyal fan base who is mm. going to uh, who a who i own meaning mm. i have it i have their email addresses almost like cult status guys yeah there is no artist that can really mm. claim that today mm. like of course i mean th- they will come to their shows and everything but uh, loyalty is something that is mm. missing yeah and and this whole journey also led you all to start wishberry films yes uh, which is which is um, which is also interesting because the amount of content that is a I think the demand for content is crazy right now. Um if oh. I, it's content content max in terms of demand. The amount of content being created isn't necessarily good. Um <laughs> by like, to put it as politically correct is that 80% of it is not great. Trash. See, I was being politically. Sorry, I'm I'm absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh and and that's led to a certain point of but there also might be a lot of pieces which which get missed because they either don't have the resources or they don't know how to get their 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 video out or or any, is 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 that in a crux what Vishpari films would be if I ever understand? Um so Vishpari films actually a very different model altogether. Uh, essentially in the last one year we realized that um because that now crowdfunding was to help the people who did not get access to venture funding let's yeah. say yeah. uh investors money yeah they were these people who were you know uh, building their portfolio uh, or didn't want to get sort of investment money yeah. so um crowdfunding is great for such yeah. artists who do yeah. not want an equity return liability yeah. their projects may may not make money Yeah. They may end at, for example, if you take a simple film, mm-hmm. uh, the film's journey could just end at the festival, and he doesn't really care much about whether you know it will go to the box office or not. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, he'll try, but mm-hmm. when you have investment pressure, then you just have to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, but in the last one year or two years, we've realized that now. low budget films mm. less than 10 crores mm. and we've seen that exam- that this year com- yeah. in, in, in entirely low budget films can actually give a very good roi yeah the biggest um, biggest movies of the year have been low budget badhai ho yeah. exactly uh, and that has happened also because now uh, the otts are out yeah. and they are demanding for a lot of content to be created yeah. a lot of content to be created which is table top content and also variety variety general bouquet of things yeah. Like, yeah so this is the time when we realized that a lot of hni in uh, investment could be rooted towards this film class mm-hmm. so wishberry films is essentially a financing a uh, uh, you can call it a venture fund or a private mm-hmm. equity fund mm-hmm. for uh, films mm-hmm. uh, which are going to be in a certain budget yeah. and uh, the idea is to create films as a new asset class mm-hmm. like like startups were yeah. so our entire hypothesis is that startups and films are essentially the same things yeah a startup 
and a, a film has the same risk profile yeah. 90% of yeah. them fail yeah yeah um however the good thing about films is that you'll get to know in 2 years how much you're making yeah and a startup's gestation period is up to 10 years also any any film uh, and this is me being totally capitalist any film good or bad if if done at the right budget and marketed Absolutely. the right way has an audience and can actually end up making money because end of the day now there are so many different layers to where Absolutely. people just screen first weekend i think that first weekend thing is still there but it's now it's it's there's so much more that you can actually uh, get money from so um, yes that so there are various revenue sources for a film right mm. there's box office there's mm. ott there is uh, ott means digital platforms mm. and satellite yeah. and then your ancillary stuff like music and everything else um unfortunately box office is not going anywhere yeah it won't go box office is now deci- in fact the satellite and the digital also are now deciding based on the box office performance that was not the case a year earlier yeah. when netflix entered they bought independent films for ridiculous money like they gave up to a crore to multiple independent films which did not release on the box office you know they were just yeah, yeah. they were made they went to festivals they earned their accolades and then they were sitting and yeah. then suddenly um, netflix and amazon they went and bought them a year later yeah. they didn't they stopped this hmm. simply because people even behind the table tops are the percentage of people who watch independent films is really little yeah so right now again they are even the table tops have gone um, beyond uh, for commercial stuff yeah. so netflix if you re- approach netflix today or amazon today they will say that you know what um who are the stars yeah. you know and even if it is the if it is not the big stars you know there's this the, the, there are these youtube stars today or the, yeah. that that level of oh, stars oh, oh, oh who's the team behind it or, or the who's the team behind it yeah, yeah. or uh, uh, if there are films they will definitely want to wait for like a mm. box office and then decide yeah. the price yeah. so is this also because and 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 I'm going to go around and I'm going to uh, look at it in this sense is that is this also because the this is an interesting avenue uh, for someone who's a creative professional wants to create something and make it pure uh would they necessarily either try to figure financing go make the film go make the series go make the creative um or they would try and go to a brand and say okay, they can make this as part of a correct, brand initiative correct um now it's on whole piece right so uh, when you look at the fact that with this coming in does the need for an artist to go to a brand reduce do you see that as no well? it won't mm. it won't because um ultimately wishberry films or any private equity fund for films mm. or creative yeah. anything creative is is interested in returns right yeah so uh, uh, an artist may not be able to ever give a return yeah. it is an artist is in a service industry he gives True. his services gets his money and yeah. that's the end of it yeah. and then of course he uses that piece of content that he made with that money to garner a lot of eyeballs but that's for more for the brand than yeah. you know he himself and of course he uses his eyeballs to yeah. show yeah. the brand and what happens after that but yeah, yeah. yeah. so it won't and wishberry films is not going to necessarily help artists mm. it is going to help a lot of uh, films for sure mm. and uh, we're organizing uh, the entire h&i money system into mm. this entire industry which mm. is very unorganized right now yeah, so yeah. for us crowdfunding was let's keep helping the guys who do not require uh, uh, equity capital yeah. and only uh, can have a lot of have a fan base and can get money from the fan yeah. base and wishberry films is just a natural extension towards mm. financing of serious cinema which yeah. will have money and within that we are focusing a lot on regional cinema more than hindi film industry yeah it's 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 so bizarre that when we talk about indian cinema we talk about bollywood so much yeah. more I, i'm <laughs> from the south and i know that the telugu industry is as large and uh, yeah. yeah and 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 
I don't think all regions are suddenly waking up and saying because it's it's crazy the amount of films we create yeah. the amount of content we have the we have the capacity to create more content than anybody else in the world absolutely um, just that we've only had some screens to cater to um, are you seeing the mindset of the creators changing as well in terms of how they look at it how they how they're looking to create stuff or is it still a little old school in that sense no so that is the biggest change right now uh, because people have access through this these digital platforms to international stuff hmm. you know yeah. now the demand for that quality has definitely hmm. started out i remember watching youtube review of thugs of hindustan yeah. and you would imagine that uh, and this review was in a small town uh, single screen theater ke bahar somebody was there and you know taking uh, bites of people they ripped it apart and you would think that it is something that could probably be liked by the tier 2 you know audience and yeah. we're being probably very elitist in saying thugs didn't work or whatever but the thugs didn't work because of the mass audience and not yeah. because of the elitists yeah. Yeah. who yeah. who who's ticket price don't matter it's yeah. a bonus yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know and these guys spending money to go buy a ticket yeah. so this one guy he's just ripping it apart he's like what kind of vfx is there and now imagine he knows vfx yeah. one guy said that you've reduced katrina kaif's uh, uh, entire uh, you know uh, uh, character into just towards item songs now imagine it a tier 3 tier 2 guy rejecting the idea of an item song yeah. is a big change yeah <laughs> so that is basically uh, the demand for high concept cinema mm-hmm. is beginning yeah. for sure they yeah. would love to watch andadhuns and strees and the uh, badhai hoes of the yeah. world and they will really rip apart anything that is fake yes at the same time if they they will go out and watch in a cinema hall something which is a bahubali Yeah. They will watch all the big things which do not look bad, you know. Yeah. Quality is being questioned. Yeah. <laughs> and initially if I, if if anybody ever wanted to be a writer and that used to be the story right some the person would want to be a writer in the space they would either venture towards something that is more journalistic or mm. venture towards advertising or copywriting is where you got your yeah. you cut your teeth in writing and learned all that skill and eventually move to towards creating your own content. Yeah. Um There's also been a, a clear stream of people, especially senior people, leaving, leaving. the advertising industry, going out and saying, "Like we want to create independent content." Yeah. Um. It, and 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 that seems to be going from top, going from mid, going from bottom. Mm. Um. But I think there's still a dearth of writers. There's a clear yes. dearth of writers of of just general people who understand Absolutely. the process and the system of things. Is there also stuff that is happening to make sure that people who want to write uh, across the board, because also at some points within the films itself, you want you will want to monetize it. By adding brands into it, brands would want to come in seamlessly into the mix and Correct. not seem like a blatant uh, link pen plug, <laughs> like I saw in one movie, which is a superhero movie, which I will not talk about. Okay. Um, uh, just those things. Um, is there a way to uh, also educate them? Uh, on how both brands as well as writers in terms of how that can be made more seamless is that something you do as well um so we are not doing that yet but yes uh, i am seeing a lot of interesting models uh, come up and i hope they sustain hmm. so for example there is a um studio in tamil nadu called uh, why not studios hmm. and uh, it 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 has been started by someone who's actually an architect hmm. <laughs> and he's the one behind the films vikram veda and sala khadus and all of that and shushub mangal savdhan's uh, tamil version mm. and i think they produced the hindi version as well mm. so um they are working in a very organized fashion like you know they have it is a creative studio which is yeah. investing in writers yeah you know and uh, i think and and what they did was that they got into a sort of a jv with reliance entertainment mm. and so when you get like a 
a, a studio mm. which has no dearth of money yeah. to finance the creative development, mm. uh, the the you know um, of of uh, the writers, then that's a good marriage. Then they don't have to, yeah. they don't get distracted by how do we pay our bills and hence get the brands on board. True. You know, True. so there are only two ways for writers to make money and create their own content. You yeah. create a uh, writing studio. You get a bunch of writers to write maybe hmm. films, hmm. but at the same time, how do you pay the salaries of the writers? Yeah. You probably write stuff which yeah. is brand oriented, yeah. little little pieces of content for Instagram, YouTube, and stuff. Yeah. But uh, maybe that's distracting. I've never been really in that space. Uh, so I think that why not model is a very very cool model. Yeah. Uh, technically, even Phantom was that model. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it didn't survive, but uh, it was a great model. I mean, uh, these. Three, four directors getting together, dynamic, uh, futuristic directors. Again, got Reliance Entertainment for a JV. Reliance takes care of funding their development and also investing in it. Instead of today, uh, earlier studios would create their own in-house yeah, writing yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. So I think that way, I feel this was really it's cool. It's not within walled gardens yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's so. it's like so. What Vishpari is trying to do is something similar, where we are realizing that we are people who know how to get the money. Yeah. You know, let's stick to our uh, strength. Yeah. yeah. Let's not reinvent the wheel by you know yeah. sort of creating a production house yeah. and getting a creative yeah. studio on board and in hiring writers and yeah. stuff like that, because that there's so many already. Yeah. So we could identify them and do JVs. Who knows? Yeah. So that those are the things that we're exploring. And this is an interesting thing that even brands are looking at. I hmm. think I think it, there was a time when everything needed to be heart soul. TVC where the brand is front and face. Yeah, now everything is. <laughs> yeah, and now 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 the the amount of content being consumed and the fact that there are ad blockers around, the fact that people are consuming stuff on OTTs, where many times that if you have a premium account or if you have a Netflix account, yeah. you don't oh, necessarily yeah, have absolutely. ads in between. Um, and looking at that, brands are also looking at the fact that okay, there is a what the brand stands for and what it visually is in terms of its value, but also every brand has brand values, yeah. and, and 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 people like like us have helped them build those. Yeah. What are the brand values? What are the brand stand for? Um, kind of taking that as an extension, saying investing into content across the board and mm. seeing can that help propagate that. Also, when you think yeah. about it, top of mind, if you think about any brand uh, which has a certain value the first thought in any content that has a certain value the first thought is has to be that brand right yeah um, and I think that's another interesting space of potential content investors that is fast growing and I know it's it's large in the West I think it's fast growing in India as well because the number of marketers I've met in recent times who've spoken about wanting to invest in the web series saying oh can we do a film um, can we um yeah, can we can we create an album, right? I think it's interesting that even the scope of what a brand marketer yeah. used to do has just expanded, right? Yeah. So did you know Coca Cola once bought an entire studio? What? Yeah. I didn't know that. I will tell you this. Um, Coca Cola actually bought one of the uh, or, or bought a stake in it or something like that. I will tell you, and that's because they wanted to get free access to you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, being a part of their films wow. and stuff, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. I mean, that is, I I think... That was the price of access that, that they had to buy. Imagine, yeah. like, for paying for each ad slot, mm. let me just... <laughs> get a stake yeah. in the studio and get make yeah. sure that in all films I am uh, yeah, plugged and, in and then you can make it nice and like simpler so. Yeah. yeah so that was pretty cool uh, but yes I think uh, as a consumer I can say one thing I mean I'm a bit away from the brand space but as a consumer I can say that um, I think last three years before when all the um, AIB TATVF these new sort of creators came on board which storified uh, you know brand uh, mm. content mm-hmm. branded content 
that is kind of dying for me mm-hmm. like you know i the moment i see that there is a ulterior motive mm-hmm. to one series yeah i feel like okay i don't watch it ha. you know it shouldn't become so central is what yeah i think there that's where the balance needs to be created but obviously i mean i don't know how you actually even create that balance so mm. i i think it's about that it's it's about uh, almost having a I would say a, almost a walled garden, right? I was saying hmm. basically you're saying okay, fine. These are things if we do them becomes blatant brand, yeah. brand plug. These are things if we don't do, then it becomes so the content shouldn't suffer, but the brand shouldn't just like not like yeah. someone's invested money into something they want also be seen or be yeah. be a part of the yeah. content. But many times that shouldn't get lost as well. So I think that's a constant almost seesaw act that is happening, Correct. right? And I have a feeling I don't know why I feel that everything should go back to the non-digital marketing space also. Yeah. Yeah. Like today, I mean, this is not a brand, but in a way, if you see a hoarding of sacred games, mm. you know, you're suddenly thinking that, "Ha, huh, this is probably a show worth watch watching." Yeah. You know, yeah. I think perception is so important yeah. that uh, offline doesn't get its due. Yeah, offline's not getting its due and for me, I think offline's probably uh, the only problem with offline is that you can't measure what yeah, happened yeah, you know that's yeah. why you want to go towards online yeah, so that yeah. you can actually see number of clicks yeah. number of links number of this and that but what do you do with the data ultimately yeah. you know so um i think we're underestimating the reach of offline stuff a lot yeah. and a lot of on ground stuff yeah. which brands can sort of do and as well and considering the so much regional focus right um do you see that offline is more important space than online or is that, that that's still a balance of both i think i think as a brand and maybe that is something that when we do wishberries marketing we have to do everything yeah we have to do everything and uh, the only thing that i'm noticing is that people are getting very aware about what a brand val- what a brand stands for hmm. you know like what what are their values hmm. a lot of people uh, are getting into buying the brand's value rather than the brand yeah. brand's yeah. offer yeah. so it's very important to create that thing yeah. around you yeah. that i am a brand that stands for this hmm. so maybe they need to go out of uh, these uh, 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 content related things and actually sort of connect with uh, things on the ground with mm. social stuff for example yeah. and yeah. suddenly your entire yeah. brand value goes yeah. up if you you yeah. know do something social So what's the plan for Vishpuri? I mean where do you see this going? I know there's Vishpuri and there's Vishpuri films. How do how do you see this whole part scaling? Um so the idea right now is that uh, this year we want to create like a um sort of a venture capital fund mm. uh that will invest in maybe 5 to 10 films this year. Mm. Crowdfunding is something that's on autopilot for us. Yeah. I mean it yeah. is something that a system that is yeah. created it's a product you yeah. use it you yeah. raise funds. um so that so it's going to keep going on what um, is the things that you're seeing as which are getting crowdfunded that sub, that has surprised you in recent times oh, recently project. yeah recently there was a there was a uh cards game that is a spin on uh, cards against humanity oh yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. this is called cards versus sanskar <laughs> 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 it's kind of the same thing yeah. and uh, so these guys raised about uh, i think 5 6 lakhs or something like that i think they um they only wanted to raise 3 lakhs i think they just went over because a lot of people yeah, are ordering yeah. them um that the res- i mean this was the most wacky pro- yeah, project yeah, this yeah, year yeah. um other than that uh, there are a bunch of uh, in- interesting films so a lot of lot of films that want to you know say something that they will not get actual money for like something that is more political yeah. or something which is um uh, which can create a some yeah. sort of controversy yeah, yeah. and they don't want to then raise uh, capital from a 
single person who'll cut a 10 lakh 20 lakh check because then he may have some affiliation yeah and he'll say no I, don't do this don't do that yeah. yeah so for them crowdfunding is really really cool so yeah. there's this one documentary that's going to raise money which is about uh, the BR Ambedkar and his um, values towards you know all those reservation and all of that so i think that is something that nobody would have funded otherwise yeah yeah so it's about which, which is surprising right and i don't yeah. know why then there was this one book that was about the gujarat riots which nobody would have you know again funded so that 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 was raised uh, the money was raised much earlier another book is ready okay. so i think uh, crowdfunding is going to be for stuff which is uh, otherwise too risky hmm. you know uh, and that's where and because the amount of stakeholders investing in it is is wide enough that exactly, is not necessarily exactly exactly you at the beginning said it's kind of going back to the old age right which is actually if you patronage if you go back to the stories you've read about yeah. how kings had patronage. mala lelo yeah <laughs> mala lelo wala scene and and that's how uh, anybody who was creative or was an artist actually survived and this is actually kind of coming back to that so inherently the idea came from us kickstarter just did it years later Yes. Ha. Oh, right. Inherently, <laughs> inherently. <laughs> well, there were no courts and darbars in America, no. That's, that's right. true. They didn't have it. So that's why it came from here only. So that's that. That's I think that logically true. that is the that that is the origin of the whole true, uh, crowdfunding uh, piece. Um, Actually, uh, the, f- the in fact we don't even need to go that far. Uh, in nineteen seventy six, the first you remember the first ad that was made by Amul mm-hmm. with uh, Smita Patel mm-hmm. that was crowdfunded. What? So about uh, five lakh farmers gave two rupees each. What are you saying? Yes. We have a crowdfunded ad as well. Yes, we have a crowdfunded ad as well. <laughs> See, we have, we have many firsts that we yeah. all, all survived on. And here. that poster of uh, that uh, song actually says five lakh farmers of Gujarat present whatever the name was. I forgot the name That's of the so ad. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. I realize if. Again, as always, gone beyond when my stipulated break point was. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, this advertising is dead. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. We with Anshulika, and we're talking about. We, we actually, uh, uh, while we were on break, we've we've done a thorough research. We've gone. to the vast uh, area of google and checked uh, who bought who did coca cola buy so coca cola bought columbia pictures in 1982 and sold it 7 years later to sony pictures think about it think that, about that, it that is, just just think about it for a second yeah, let that sink in <laughs> and while that sinks in uh, we're going to go towards uh, a fun piece we do at the end of every episode which is called humans of advertising okay. we're trying to dig into the people whom we talk to more than what they do this about them what can you whip up in a woman's notice like food it can be food can be a drink can be anything what what is that like okay life depend on it what what can you make what what would you make oh uh, wow bhel puri what are you saying yes at a moment's notice yeah this is very um, quick this is sorted this, yeah. is, a, this is a good plan <laughs> um and um what is the one piece you're glad got made as a piece of content Oh, so many things, yeah. More like stuff which you, which not stuff which you generally would Devil have gotten from. Devil Prada. <laughs> 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 See, you chose one which had a brand in it. Oh, I did. See, you nice. Brand, yeah. brand recall. What's your um, What's your music of choice? What are you listening to right now? I honestly uh, mostly classical, hmm. uh, in Hindustani classical. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I I don't understand a lot of. um western stuff anymore no <laughs> no 
doesn't your register. progress beyond that. Yeah, no. doesn't register. <laughs> Every beat sounds the same to me. <laughs> and uh, what are you reading? Nothing. I don't read anything. Uh, I am. I am terrible. I am not a no. reader. No. no. I actually uh, downloaded Audible, thinking ki chalo soon lungi mein. Hmm. I will not read. No, nothing. doesn't work. So the last thing I read was obviously uh, what is that? Uh, how to not give a f- or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, on my uh, in, on Christmas, I got how to uh, the the autobiography of Michelle Obama. So mm. I'm trying to yeah. go through it. Yeah, I think in today's time to actually finish a book is actually the trickiest. And the part. classical millennial problem. I have a four minute or whatever four second yeah. attention I, I, span. I, I I read try to read eight books simultaneously, so I know what you're. Ah. Never finish any of them. I finished like one out of the eight, which is ah. generally the problem. And. Um, Hmm. I have an interesting question for you. If I was someone who wanted to get their project funded, and I had to come to you and say, "Okay, this is uh, a project. I want to, what sh- what is my sales pitch? What 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 should I have?" Okay, so I will. The first thing I will look for is one who you are. So hmm. I will do a. I'll stalk you like anything. Yeah. And I will see that if whatever you want to make is something that you are actually skilled at making as well. Hmm. And the second thing I will look at is that how much of the work have you put in? Yeah. So we'd really discourage people if they come to us with just idea. You know, me pas ek idea. Me pas ek idea hai. Ye We we genuinely want to take up things that are kind of halfway there, mm. and uh, now you just need like that last yeah. mile, five yeah. lakh, ten lakh, yeah. twenty lakh rupees to finish it. So for us, work in progress and who really you are and why do you think you can finish this? And it's largely gut. Is it? Is it largely gut? No, actually, this is very tangible. I mean, if I look at you and you don't exist on the social media, then I don't know who you are. Mm. And second is, uh, uh, if your project is good, but you have not really moved a finger to do mm. anything about it, except yeah. for just write a, yeah. you know, note about it. Yeah. That's pretty much... Uh, Tangible. So I shouldn't come to you saying I have a, I have some concepts. No. The idea is to say I've done some groundwork. This is what. Yes. This is my team. If you put in put together a team, also that's work, right? Yeah, like they yeah. have uh, decided to give give you time this month to yeah. finish this. Yeah. So then yeah. yeah. So the co- the common problem a lot of people will have is the fact that they want to create something. They say I have an idea. They'll sit on yeah. it and then they eventually. Ask for uh, yeah. Await someone to Absolutely. come Absolutely So the so yeah. point needs to be that You yeah. build a script Or you build a Absolutely. team You do one of those Absolutely. things Absolutely. But then again I go back to my point Is it, is it still gut then After all of that After all of that gut I know No Then you feel like When it sounds more in work Seems like a good yeah. project Let's move with it yeah, yeah I think the gut is When you are st- uh, When uh, when everything is uh, Is presented to you like the way you wanted it yeah. But you still think Kuch to problem hai yeah. And that's when you reject it <laughs> So I use the gut to Say yeah. more Dude rejections more ah, than acceptance Yeah That's actually true I think that's actually the, the final like, Too good to be the, true types yeah, right Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And What is The Actually you always said that Which is the weirdest project That Vishwari has ever funded Weirdest project We have never really Weirdest had... in a good way also in a good way. So my favorite I can talk about is an app which was a uh, it's it it's called Ink Love. Mm-hmm. It is a matchmaking app for the differently abled. Oh nice. Yeah right. It's wow. so cool. Yeah. So very young entrepreneur. She's still at it. She in fact eventually ended up raising uh, venture capital for you mm-hmm. know growing the app. But uh, she raised funds for the prototype of the app, that and so she cool. already had. A, so you know when she came to us, she already had gotten. Some I don't know A couple of Like hundreds of couples married You know She was like doing this offline 
Oh, and wow. she was 23 you know she's yeah this, this one woman is crazy so um then she said that listen this is not scalable yeah. <laughs> so she said let's do an app and then obviously we were having these bumble and tinders of the world coming in yeah. so she it was a great idea that's so, a movie waiting to, waiting to happen yeah that's a movie waiting yeah, yeah, to happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on that note uh, we're going to call this an episode uh, thank you so much uh, anjali for coming on i think it's important also to kind of talk about different aspects where i think it's pure creative but even though it's pure creative it's not just a concept in your head it's something that you do some work behind and then yeah. there are there are companies like wishpari who help you create that part put it out there on different platforms and stuff like that thank you so much for coming on thank you Arun. thank you for calling me and if someone wants to reach out to you how do they reach out to you uh, anshulika@wishpari.in okay perfect <laughs>